This is the Denver Gazette Sports Podcast, and I am your host, Chris Schmedeke. We are talking Western Conference Finals and the Denver Nuggets and the Los Angeles Lakers with Vinny Benedetto and Tyler King. Stay tuned. Western Conference Finals time as the Denver Nuggets will take on the Los Angeles Lakers beginning on Tuesday night at Ball Arena. Uh, a lovely early 6.30 p.m. tip uh, game on ESPN. So I'm joined by Vinny Benedetto and Tyler King to break it all down. Vinny, how are you doing today? I'm good. Trying to uh, catch my breath after being in the uh, middle of that media scrum, but otherwise doing well. Tyler, how are you doing? I saw your picture on Twitter of uh, you know the scrum around Jokic. It's pretty intense there right now. Yeah, I couldn't hear a thing. So I uh, will. Uh, I'll, <laughs> wait, I'll wait to see what uh, was said afterward when I when I get to see some of the clips. Um, yeah, it was. Uh, it's a crazy uh, time here in Denver, but an exciting one as well. Yeah, you know, so this will be the first Western Conference game here in Denver since 09 because 2020 was, of course, in the bubble. So it's pretty crazy. It's pretty great that the Nuggets are host, you know, have home court and everything like that. Before we dive into the Lakers Nuggets, uh, Vinny, you were in Phoenix. Um, it feels like they played game six like three weeks ago. But, um, you know, the Nuggets dominated Phoenix to close them out. Just real quick, your impression seeing that game live. Yeah, just a, a really impressive first half like that might that has to be one of their better halves of the season I think and you know you look at what Contavious Caldwell Pope did in that first quarter and it was like he he just wasn't gonna allow there to be a game seven and uh you know he he spoke after game four he, he kind of he called it he said we're getting out of this series and so I just thought it was uh you know pretty cool to see him you know set the tone in each of those last two games of that series you know Tyler you and I watched it on TV and and I don't know if you noticed this but I noticed that the Nuggets just had it that day like you could see it in their eyes and and I don't get I don't get what Phoenix was doing in that game they just they did not look engaged I don't know if they just you know we talked about this before about how they had no desire to come back to Denver for game seven anyway so I, I don't know but I don't know if I noticed that on TV I don't know if you did yeah it was pretty obvious like you mentioned the Nuggets having it and whatever it was Phoenix had none of it because <laughs> they just had no energy and it, it really seemed like like you said Chris they had no interest in coming back for a game seven and we've kind of seen the fallout there in Phoenix with Monty Williams being fired and obviously there's going to be plenty of offseason uncertainty with what they do around Kevin Durant and Devin Booker going forward but yeah I mean a really just impressive like Vinny mentioned a first half dominance unlike something we've seen from this Nuggets team and just kind of the real first sign I would say that this team is really different than what we see in the past there's been signs throughout the regular season um, kind of what they did in the first round against the Timberwolves and the, the just the way they've been dominant at home but put together that performance on the road in a closeout game I thought was the most impressive win the Nuggets have had maybe in the history of the franchise at this point I mean I don't know if that's hyperbole or not but I mean it, it really felt like a momentous victory for this for this Denver team so the only other games I can think of is during the 09 run they beat New Orleans by 58 in New Orleans but that was in the first round and it wasn't a closeout game and um you know they beat the Lakers in 09 in game two in LA pretty pretty well they came back from 15 down and beat them that was pretty impressive as well so those are two that stick out but I always go back to that 09 team because this team is probably going to reach the same heights and hopefully more so you know like Coach Malone said, though, they're not satisfied with this win over Phoenix. And now they've got, you know, Los Angeles Lakers. Um, I could spend the next half an hour talking about sports hate and how much I hate the Lakers, but I'm not going to do that because um, I think a lot of Nuggets fans know the ghosts of them playing the Lakers. Um, you know, seven, this will be the eighth time Nuggets have never beat them. 
The Lakers have 25 wins. The Nuggets have eight. Um, so the stats are not great, but this is different. So before I do want to draft guys again, like we did for Phoenix, but first of all, I just want to get both of your just general thoughts on, you know, here comes LeBron, here comes AD, and here comes the mystique of the Lakers. Vinny, what do you see? Just just early thoughts. Yeah, I think it's going to be a, you know, another really entertaining series, you know, I think should be, I don't, you know, I don't, I don't know if I see a ton of blowouts like we saw in the Phoenix series, maybe not a ton of blowouts, but regular blowouts. I think this will just be a lot closer. I think the teams are pretty evenly matched in terms of two stars, maybe three stars on each team and and then solid role players around them. So I think we're in for, for six or seven more games of really high quality basketball. Tyler, what about you? Yeah, I, I do think it's going to be a long series as well. Um, I mean, I was the one who got it wrong. I did think there was going to be a game seven between um, the Nuggets and the Suns. And obviously it didn't happen. But I, I really think this is going to be a series that people are going to remember for a long time just because who knows this? I mean, this could be a very big legacy series for LeBron James doing this at 38 years old if he's able to get past this Denver team that has felt like a juggernaut throughout the first rounds of the playoffs and get back to the finals. That'll be a a really big feather in his cap in terms of, you know, the ongoing and debate that probably will never end between him and Michael Jordan, the the people that like to argue about that, that kind of thing. But um, it's going to be, and it's going to be a great, it could be a legacy series for Nicole Jokic and the Nuggets as well. I mean, this is obviously something that has been uh, this getting to this round in general is a rarity for this franchise. And, you know, who knows, maybe it becomes a more regularity in, in the future, but this could be the first real feather in Jokic's cap in terms of him cementing himself as, as the best player in the league, which I think he's on the path to doing with the way he's played through the first two rounds. I will say the Lakers have won both game ones on the road in these first two series. So, and the Nuggets have not lost at home. So there could be something there. Um, you know, that's funny. You talk about the Jokic's legacy and, you know, LeBron's legacy is what it is. We we know that. I mean, th- this run is pretty amazing with this team. It, Vinny, you said three stars. It's Reeves, the Lakers' third star. Is that a curiosity? Yeah. 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 Okay. okay. That, that was more uh, Denver-centric, <laughs> but... Uh, <laughs> hey, man, yeah. that guy's got game. There's no doubt. Like, he could be a problem if they let him get going. Like, he did that in both these last two series, so it'd be interesting. But let's talk about Jokic's legacy real quick. And, and Vinny, I want to ask you because... You know, and B lost. The MVP's out. Um, you know, Jokic is kind of left standing. Giannis is out. He's kind of left standing on top of that mountain. And he's got to take out LeBron to even, you know, do more for his legacy. So, of course, Nicole is not going to talk about this, but we can. So, uh, Vinny, what do you think about that? Yeah, I mean, it's a, a great opportunity for him to, you know, I, I think I wrote this, you know, in the five keys to the series, but like, he's got to be the best player on the court, I think for the Nuggets to win this series. And and if the Nuggets win this series, then I think his eye should be squarely on a, on a finals MVP. And, you know, it's kind of the same trajectory we saw Giannis on where he's like, he wins the back-to-back MVPs. Then there's the whole, all right, but he hasn't done it in the playoffs kind of narrative about, you know, when it comes to the MVP case and then you know, so he doesn't win that third in a row and Giannis went on and won finals MVP that year. And it just feels like Nicola could be on a on a similar trajectory if he can if he can lead the Nuggets past the Lakers here. So Tyler, I'm gonna ask you for the Nuggets to succeed in this series, is it gonna be high scoring Nicola or is it more dishing all over the place, Nicola? 
I would say regardless of the matchup, I've kind of long felt that the best version of the Nuggets is when is not when Nicola is scoring yeah. 50, point, 50 points in, in a game. Obviously, we all know he's capable of doing that. And, and like Vinny mentioned, this it, it does feel like he's on that Giannis path of you know winning the MVPs and now after not winning it. I mean, we haven't seen an MVP win the finals, I think, since Steph's first. Uh, he's the last back- one. Yeah. Of his the first of his back to back MVPs, he was the last MVP to also go on to win the championship in the same season. So I, I don't think this is overly surprising to see Jokic after those two MVPs, you know, be on this finally do it and and make a deep long run in the playoffs. Now that he's got his team fully healthy around him as well, but yeah, I do think it's definitely going to be getting everybody involved. And you know, obviously, still averaging right around thirty points per game in that twenty eight to thirty two points per game area but it's definitely going to be it can't just be him and I think that game six in the blowout it wasn't just him I think obviously Vinny mentioned KCP kind of going off for was it four threes in in the first quarter I mean he was kind of getting that performance from somebody like that is going to be key and Jokic is obviously going to be the one helping provide that whether it's Murray whether it's MPJ whether it's even Aaron Gordon scoring the ball, obviously it's going to be a big defensive series for him again, but you know, he still has been capable of putting up some big offensive games like he did early on in the Phoenix series. When we draft players, I'm really interested how high Aaron Gordon goes between the three of us, because he is, I mean, he's been key in every series, but this one, it's even more. Uh, So I was listening to another podcast this morning. It was the hoop collective on ESPN and Tim McMahon, who I think was covering Phoenix Denver for ESPN called Jokic the basketball love child of Steve Nash and Dirk Nowitzki. So it makes sense. I see it. Like he's got Nash's passing and he's got some game like Dirk. So it it makes sense. All right. So another, uh, let's move on to the draft because this is another series. I mean, it's got star power. It's got LeBron James. It's got Anthony Davis. It's got Nicole Jokic. It's got Jamal Murray. Um, so we'll draft. We'll give Tyler the first pick. We'll go Tyler, Vinny, and then myself. So Tyler, most important player in the series, pick one. I'm I'm taking Jokic. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, I, I don't think there's there's much debate. I think I mentioned, like I said earlier, I think he is throughout the first rounds kind of on the path to really solidifying himself as as the best player in the league. And, you know, I mean, the best player in the league doesn't win MVP every year, like we saw for you know over a decade with LeBron James himself, but I think Jokic is is pretty much there at this point as the as the best player in, in the league, and I think this will be another series to go a long way toward proving that. So I, I'll definitely I'll take Jokic at this point. I think you know picks two and three are a little bit more difficult. So whoever's got that, uh, you guys got a harder challenge than I do. All right, Vinny, I'll take LeBron. <laughs> okay, I just I, I think he's going to be. I don't know if you can overstate how important he probably is to the Lakers right now. Just in, you know he's kind of their Nicola in terms of shoulders, a, a heavy scoring load. And also it kind of has responsibility for getting other guys involved and, you know, their defense is a lot better after the, uh, the all-star break. And I think he's probably, you know, saved up some energy for, for this time of year. So I think, you know, Lakers, Lakers need uh, a pretty solid LeBron performance to have it, have a shot in the series. All right. So my draft board's got three guys on it. it it's tough, but um, for, for Nuggets success, and that's what I'm going to go with here. I'm going to take AG over Jamal Murray just for the fact that he's going to have to guard LeBron. And he could be key on the offensive end if you get one of those games that we've seen in the playoffs where LeBron just kind of hangs out on defense and doesn't give as much energy on the defensive end unless he really needs to. So I could see some oops 
to Aaron Gordon. Those are always great for the uh, ball arena crowd. It gets people going. So yeah, with the third pick, I'm I'm gonna take Aaron Gordon. So there's two real good options for you guys left. So go ahead, Tyler. Well, thankfully, this is not like I'm not building an actual basketball team yeah. here because, I mean, well, with Jokic, he can fit with any other center league. So I'm, I'm going to take Anthony Davis because I didn't <laughs> expect him to be here. But I'm going to take the guy who I think has been the best defensive player. Props to Aaron Gordon for the work he did on Carl Anthony Towns and on Kevin Durant in the first rounds. But Anthony Davis has been the best defensive player in the NBA throughout the first two rounds of the playoffs. And I really think – whether he gives Jokic trouble or not, I just think his rim protection and what he's been doing so far has been incredibly valuable. And this is going to be another series where he's going to need to score the ball as well. So I, I, I'll take Anthony Davis right here. Vinny, you going Jamal? Yep, I think that leaves me Jamal. Just I think, uh, you know, one of the big keys in that Phoenix series was Jamal kind of saying enough going head-to-head with Devin Booker, trying to outplay him on an individual level. Let me settle in play more of a true point, get other guys involved, hit the shots that come my way. Um, I, hopefully he's feeling better because I uh, seemed pretty sick after game six. So hopefully those two days uh, off did him well, but yep. Got to be Jamal here. Okay. I'm going to go, uh, I'm going to go MPJ now because that's somebody else who they may stick LeBron on. I, I don't really know what their plan will be. I, I'm trying to, so, so they're starting lineup. Is, are they starting shooter and D'Lo on the backcourt? Is that who they've been starting? And then so it's LeBron, Reeves, and Davis. So I don't know, maybe Reeves covers MPJ, and he's definitely got the height over him. So I think, you know, there will be a game in this series again where MPJ hits four threes in a quarter and helps the Nuggets get going. So I'll take MPJ. All right, I guess, uh, you know, this is a tough one for me. I I think I'm going to go D'Angelo Russell just because I really think the Lakers are going to need to get something – productive really productive out of him on the obviously on the offensive end he's not really established he's not really regarded as a great defensive player in the league but um he's there been their third leading scorer throughout the playoffs and i think they're going to need to get at least two probably three really good d'angelo russell shooting games in order to to win this series so and i and i don't think they're going to be able to win this series if they don't get that offensive production from a guy like that just given how good denver and impressive denver has been on the defensive end through two rounds so far all right, Vinny, you got some interesting uh, choices here? Yeah, I guess I'll go with uh, Bruce Brown. I just okay. think, uh, you know, what he's provided when, – when Bruce has been good in the playoffs, it feels like that has been really instrumental in, in a few Nuggets wins. So uh, just just his two-way capability, ability to get out on the break, I think could be big. You know, Michael Malone said today he didn't want it to be a, a track meet, but that he did want – you know, he obviously wanted the Nuggets to get out and run. Um, and I think Bruce is going to be – you know, just important in terms of not letting Lakers get out in transition and then, you know, getting Nuggets out running as well. All right. Um, do I want to go KCP or Reeves here? That's that's my debate because Reeves is important to what the Lakers do. I'm still going to go KCP because he's, you know, another guy like I talked about MPJ. Like he's one of those role guys that's going to hit a few threes. Um, and I, I feel like he can do it more on a, the road. Like the Lakers haven't lost a home game either. So something may finally break in this series. Um, so, but I feel like KCP is a guy who's more comfortable doing that on the road a little bit more than MPJ is. So I'll go with KCP. We'll go one more round through. So we got one more pick each. Yeah, I'm actually not going to take Austin Reese here. I think I'm going to go Rui Achimura just because oh, okay. I think 
LA is going to need some scoring off the bench as well. And, you know, we've seen Rui have some really big games in the postseason so far. And I think he's really, he's capable of that, especially in this series. If he's playing, especially if he's playing a lot of the non-Jokic minutes, which those are probably going to shrink even further in this series. But, you know, those, if he's out there went on those minutes where AG is the backup five and not guarding him, I think there's, some area for him to take advantage of whoever's playing the four, whether it's MPJ in that lineup or if it's Jeff Green, or even if we see somebody like Zeke Nagy, I doubt Peyton, Peyton Watson. I know Nuggets fans are calling for that, but you know, I, I do think there's going to be some opportunity in the non-Yokich minutes for Hachimura to really provide that bench scoring and be one of the better bench players in this series for either team. And look, there's not going to be a lot of bench minutes played at this point of the postseason. The rotations are getting thinner and thinner, but Rui's a guy they count on no matter what, and I and I do think there's a chance he has one, even if it's just one really big game where he scores 20-plus points off the bench. That'll be huge for the Lakers. Okay, Vinny's? Um, I'm going to leave Austin Reeves for you, Chris. And I'm oh, gonna come on. A, <laughs> I'm going to take a shot in the dark here and say Jared Vanderbilt. I just I think, there's a, I think there's a world where he is used to guard Jamal Murray and get, you know, use that length and physicality to kind of bother Jamal if he, if he can kind of like what you know Minnesota did with Nikhil Alexander Walker and and the Suns did with a couple different guys just hounding him the length of the court and you know I think that might could be a key in the series if the Lakers are able to slow Jamal down a bit I'm still not going to take Reeves I'm going to take Dennis Schroeder because I think I noticed in that Golden State series he bothered the heck out of Steph Curry he kind of flops around he's always got his hands on guys He's another one who would get under Murray's skin, kind of like Murray. I mean, I think Jamal's done great dealing with that in these last two series. But, you know, th- there's going to be a time where he flops and they're going to call it and people are going to get ticked. So I think that he's key to what the Lakers are going to try to do. So I'll take him with the final pick. All right, let's talk coaching real quick. Um, Malone has, I mean, he's pushed all the right buttons pretty much throughout the playoffs. You know, people were not sold on Darvin Ham there for a while when they started 2-10 and 10 and everything, but he has seemed to really come around. And I, I will say before, these two teams have not played each other. Like these two teams, this is a completely new matchup. So coaching edge, who do you give it to? Tyler, go ahead, go first. I'll give it to Malone just because I, I, I mean, I'm not sure how much coaching is. I've said this before on, on our podcast many times. I don't believe coaching matters to all that much in the postseason. I do think Malone has done a great job so far, and I think he's been the better coach in both of their series so far, and I think there's a pretty good chance he's the better coach in this series, but I I still do think it's going to come down to the star players on each side making plays and being at their best. But um, for now, I I will give Malone – and it's the same thing, I think, with with the Phoenix series. I think he just has more buttons to push, Um, and maybe he doesn't in the series because maybe the Jeff Green button goes away and he's less playable – um, in the series, and but maybe that means you know, like we mentioned, Zeke Naji gets gets a, gets some runs, so or somebody else. I, I'm I'm not sure, but I still will give the edge to, to Malone here, just based off what we've seen so far in the playoffs, and just given you know LeBron's history. I mean, how much throughout LeBron's time, throughout in, in his career, have we talked about all oh, the great coaching he's received? I mean, yeah, everybody respects Eric Spolster as a really great coach, and he was there for four years, but I mean it's always about the players and it's always about LeBron when it's his team. So yeah, I'll stick with Malone. LeBron just takes himself out and puts himself in whenever he wants. I've noticed like he even ask him what's going on, but uh, Vinny, do you agree with that Malone assessment? Yeah. Yeah. I think that was spot on. And yeah, I think 
Tyler nailed it, but I think Malone's been really impressive throughout the postseason. And it feels like he's just really comfortable with yeah. where he's at and where his team is at and the options at his disposal. Um, yeah, I think he's he's done a really good job so far. And it's uh, crazy what, you know, how quickly things can change in the NBA. You look at what just happened in Phoenix. You know, I, I think a lot of people regard Monty Williams as a really good coach, but didn't happen for him this year and he's out of a job. So it's crazy how quickly things can change, but yeah, I think Malone has, has been really solid through two series and, and, you know, I think the Nuggets can have a coaching edge. All right. So let's talk predictions. Uh, again, like I said, in the open Nuggets has never beat the Lakers in the playoffs. Um, I went through and did the history. Um, you know, the, the, the only, it's only gone six games was the best series. And that was in 09 when the Nuggets couldn't inbound the ball. Um, I don't need to go into that, but um so, and honestly, the bubble series was closer than five games. I, I think if AD doesn't hit that game winner in game two, that series may be a little different. So let's go uh, Let's go with predictions. Tyler, we'll start with you. And what celebrities will be at Ball Arena on uh, Tuesday night? That's a really good question because <laughs> I was – I was actually pitching in on Broncos coverage on Saturday for the rookie minicamp. And somebody asked Sean Payton after, after he was done speaking, if he's going to be at any of the games. And he said, I haven't offered tickets yet. I find it hard to believe Sean. Okay. Payton come on. It's not, it doesn't have the ability to, to get courtside to this game. I mean, he's getting paid like $20 million a year by Walmart to, to coach the Broncos. <laughs> so I, I find it hard to believe he and Russ won't make their, make an appearance at, one of these games. Um, although last series, Kale McCarr sitting next to John Calipari was a personal f- favorite of mine. Yeah. Those two guys. I was like, do they, although I did see John Calipari post a picture, a selfie with Kale McCarr because of their, the, both UMass. U- the UMass ties there. Yeah. So I thought that was pretty cool. Um, so uh, well, it'll be fun to see who comes, but as far as my prediction, I'm going to go nuggets in seven. I, I really think Chris, you mentioned that both of these teams have yet to lose a home game this postseason. And I do think home court advantage is going to be a big part of the series and, you know, being at home um, is going to be, is going to be beneficial. And I do think this is, this could be a series where the home team wins every game and uh, it'll be go to seven and it'll drive Nuggets fans nuts. And there'll be a lot of, it'll be a tense anxiety filled game seven here at ball arena, but I'll stick with Nuggets in seven for now. I think that's the, the pick I'm most confident in. All right, Vinny, prediction and celebrity sighting. Uh, yeah, celebrity sighting. I think we're going to get an Adele Sierra matchup. Oh, yeah, there yeah. we go. Because Rich Paul will be here, I bet. I, I, I think he might make it out. Yeah. Um, maybe a little halftime, uh, you know, versus battle between the, the two pop stars. Um, be <laughs> I would love than, that. I would love that. That'd be awesome. <laughs> be better halftime performance than we've gotten in a long time. I was going to say, yeah, anytime I see the altitude show, the halftime, I'm like, who are these people? I don't even know what this is. <laughs> yeah, and the dog yeah. show in the last series was great. I loved oh, yeah, the okay. Dog. I okay. love the dogs. That was awesome. <laughs> as a dog lover, that was that was great. <laughs> yep. Those are, those are always great. Um, but, yeah, then as far as prediction, I'll, I think Nuggets in six. I think um, they just got – a few more pieces that'll that'll help them get through and then you look at the Lakers and, and health is always a concern I think just as the series goes on it might get tougher and tougher for them so yeah I think I think the Nuggets win their three at home and close it out in six all right so I agree with the Nuggets in six I think they can get a game in LA I, I really do I think they can win there um I do I, I feel like tomorrow night will be the Nuggets have been dominant in game ones they, they have and and I just think that they're going to do the same thing again tomorrow night. 
that they did the Phoenix in Minnesota and made that may jinx it now, but they just kind of seem to make their mark on the series in game one over at Ball Arena. So yeah, I go Nuggets and six. Uh, my celebrity, I'm sure Peyton Manning will make an appearance at some point. You, I mean, he seems to come to games a lot. Um, maybe some Lindsey Vaughn, maybe some Michaela Schifrin, maybe. Maybe we'll go with that. Maybe I, I Deion Sanders. Deion Sanders, that's a good one. That that could that could be it. Yeah. Um, maybe after Mel Tucker was there for Game yeah. Five here. <laughs> I mean, we got to have at least the current CU coach here if the former one who left at midnight of in february of 2020 is gonna show up we gotta get Dion to one of these games that would be pretty something special and then i don't know do the do the cronkies actually showing up like being seen count <laughs> you know you i think they're there but i, I never see them um yeah, it seems like they hang out in the suites if they are here but they were in phoenix i did see yeah they were down yeah. stan and josh in in phoenix so they are they are around all right, so we are all going with uh, a Nuggets making the their first trip to the NBA Finals. So we'll see how that stands stands up. Uh, real quick, over on the East, I don't know how much you want to talk about that, Tyler, being having your Philly connections, but um, you know, Celtics Heat. What do you guys think happens over there? Vinny, go ahead, just real quick, because I know you got to go. get going soon. Uh, Celtics in seven, Tyler. Yeah, I agree. I, I don't like the Celtics team at all. I, I mean, I was not surprised if I mean, if you'd have told me after the Sixers have their biggest win in since 2001 in the game five win at Boston and then blow it to two straight games, one at home and game seven on the road, just a no show from and beating hard. And I would have been the least bit surprised. So uh, um, I know Celtics fans do not like this heat matchup, even though it is a two seed versus an eight seed. Um, Jimmy Butler has haunted the Celtics. I mean, last, last year, the Celtics nearly blew game seven in historic fashion against the heat in the same matchup. And, and we haven't even mentioned this. It's the same matchups in both conference finals since from the bubble as well. Yeah. So, uh, you know, teams are teams are a little different on, on all sides. But, um, yeah, I'll stick with Celtics in seven. I do think we're going to get Derek White versus Nicole Jokic. That's the matchup everyone's going to be talking about in the finals. <laughs> you know, Parker's own, Parker Colorado zone, yeah. Derek White versus Nicole Jokic in the NBA finals. There we go. Yeah, I think it's going to be Celtics in seven, too. It's, you know, it's crazy for the Nuggets to win their first title. They're going to have to beat the Lakers in the conference finals than the Celtics in the finals, possibly. No big so, deal. No big deal. Yeah, no big deal at all. <laughs> and then also, you know, Aaron Gordon, they get by this series. It's either Jason Tatum or Jimmy Butler waiting for him in the next round. So he's going to make that money. He, he's going to he's going to make that contract in the next couple of games. All right, guys, uh, thanks for coming on and talking. Uh, we are going to try to get together the day after each game to kind of recap it and preview the next one. The series is too big to wait. So we're going to do that. We will have coverage all week long, all leading all through the series and after. So guys, thanks for coming on and we will talk to you again on Wednesday. Thanks for having us. Thanks guys. Thank you for listening to the Denver Gazette podcast. Make sure to visit denvergazette.com for all your local news on Broncos, Rockies, Avalanche, Nuggets, and much, much more. We'll talk to you next time.